It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Go Birds Radio, brought to you by the Bet Parks Sportsbook Casino at Belly Shore Park. James Helter with you live in Dallas. Yes, Dallas, where we're going to see the Eagles whoop on the Dallas Cowboys tomorrow. Dallas sucks. So we're we're in the studio in Dallas. Yes, you're giving off a very like uh, I don't know if I like a coffee shop vibe talk show. Right now. I feel like you're sitting down, they're looking at me. Oh like, yeah, you feel like we're on yeah, a, you know yeah, like yeah, some yeah. sort of yeah like a uh, hey yeah, welcome in. Exactly. This is so, this how do you is. This is Go Birds Radio, and uh, we'll be talking about the Eagles and Cowboys <laughs> That's game really tomorrow. Good. Yeah, 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 I can do it if I need to. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think I could do Double it. Couple boys, very <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Back to the phones in a second. We want to talk to as many real ones as we can for the biggest game of the season. First, let's get to the player to watch for tomorrow. Sponsored by First Trust Bank. First Trust, the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Visit firsttrust.com on your local First Trust Bank. Bank branch to learn more. Go birds. Elliot Turk Parks, who's the player to watch tomorrow? I'm torn between two. So I'm gonna go with the more important one. And it's a boring one, but I think it's an important one. Jalen. It's Jalen. It's Jalen. <laughs> I mean, look, Jalen got a signature win over the Cowboys earlier this year. I don't want to minimize that win going into that game. That was a big game, right? At home. It was two teams that we knew were gonna be competing for the division, which is proven to be true. He played great in that game and they won. So he deserves credit for that. Tomorrow night in Jerry World, in Dallas. Go put your Superman. Like, go be the franchise quarterback. Dallas's defense is very good. Dallas's defense can be beat. Like, Lance, he's a corner that you can beat. The defensive line is good, but the, I think the Eagles' offensive line could have the advantage in that matchup. So, Jalen is going to play in a lot of big games in the Eagles. And you think back to some of the great quarterbacks that have played for this franchise, like McNabb. I'll talk about me growing up in Philly. Like, a lot of the great moments I have of thinking of McNabb are against the Cowboys. Right, like the the fourteen second scramble, the fourteen second yeah, scramble. Like I remember Teal running out to the star, like all. So Jalen is good, again going to play a big game, but like go add a go add a little another chapter to your legacy. No, I actually agree with that. Yeah. I, look, I I'm confident. And if you have to win forty one 
48 or whatever. Yeah, then, you, then that's what you yeah. have to do. I, and look, I'm confident that he will because I, I'm with you. I don't expect it to be a low-scoring game tomorrow. I don't think the Eagles are winning a 21-17 type of game. Like, I'd be surprised. I think there's going to be some offense tomorrow, and, and Jalen's going to have to match Dak, and Dak's been good at home, but I, I believe in Jalen. I believe in this offense's uh, ability to get rolling against that. I also think, and maybe this is something that will just always follow Jalen throughout his career, but whenever Jalen trips up, and he tripped up, literally tripped against San Francisco you know, on that play. But whenever he has a poor game, you always hear the, you know, is he really that good? Or like the Niners figured him out or all those things. This week, you know, there was lots of talk about Jalen and where he's at, not just in Philly, I'm talking like nationally. Philly, I don't think people were that critical of him. But I think tomorrow night in front of a national stage, there's a good chance for Jalen to go out and just remind people that he's not the player he was the last time he played in the big game. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones and start the second hour out where we do every single t- time this week in Vancouver with our buddy Tom, our other Tom, to lead off the second hour. What up, Tom? Hello, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. What up, Tom? How you doing? Man, Elliot, I got to say, I was shocked a couple of days ago when Jack was saying that you were just a beat reporter and you didn't need to dress up for games. Oh, he said, I didn't hear that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Tom's starting controversy. I like this. Here, here's what I would say to Jack. You always need to dress up. I don't have care some respect, where you are. right? Yeah, you know, like, like represent act, the brand yeah, well. Act like you're, you know, an adult. I said, I said to James today, like we're staying at a hotel. Lots of Eagles fans. You won't catch me leaving my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Will not catch well, in in my view, and Ike was defending you, by the way, but in well, my Ike view, style. Like, I'm not surprised. Ike was on that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jack wears plaid he shirts style. right now. He's in a plaid phase, yeah. so you know, take that for what it's worth. Yeah, but I think Elliot, you know, you're you know, you're dressing for success, and the yeah. success is coming. It's gonna, it's already come, and it will continue to come. I appreciate so, that. Yeah, there, you know, there we go. Maybe next time you talk to Jack, that's a good point. And I yeah. can see you being a clean-cut front man for an indie band, maybe busting some moves on stage, I singing think we're going songs a little like far here. I've always side. said I would be a great guy in a boy band. <laughs> you have said that. <laughs> there we go. And, and I have to say, I love that you guys were able to meet up with AKA CJ. It was awesome, Tom. Like it was, yeah. he's, he is a, he is an awesome guy and we fun. had so much fun. So it was a, yeah. it was a really cool night and I'm looking forward to hanging with everyone again tonight. Yeah, he's one of the smartest callers that we have. I agree. Know. I agree. And so that yeah, that's really awesome. So to do with this, to do with this, uh, the Eagles and how they are now, I haven't heard too much talk about Stout, and I'm wondering what do you think his responsibility is for where they are. I know he's been he's dealt the cards he's dealt with. He doesn't have Sayamalu, but he is in charge of the run play and he's in charge of the O line. And the run play to the right doesn't seem very good which is probably more a matter of who he's playing with. But are our expectations maybe too high on him to be able to make amazing players out of anyone, no matter what position, even if they're out of position and all the rest of it? I'm thinking of Cam Jurgens. Yeah, so I don't think the expectations are too high. I mean, Stoutland has earned with phenomenal work over his time here in Philadelphia, a career that, if we're being honest, like deserves Hall of Fame consideration, certainly with the Eagles. And I know assistant coaches don't get in, but he is that level of an assistant coach. So I don't think expectations are too high but i also nobody is above criticism and nobody is above you know being questioned and to your point like i know he's far down the totem pole to an extent but yeah i think the offensive line has allowed more pressure this year than most years the running game has not been good he's a big part of, of the running team and coaching guys up to make that happen um so yeah i, I think it's fair to, to bring him up when talking about the the guys involved and in why maybe this running game 
Yeah, and at the same time, Hertz has had a lot of time. He's been holding on the ball for us for the, with the in the passing game. He's been holding on to the ball a lot, and you know he's been missing some open players. I know that Sirianni was sort of defending him on that, but I can't see a guy like Tom Brady, for example, having open players on the field, not throwing to them, and then having Belichick saying, "Oh well, we didn't. That's not how we trained him to look at the uh, the field." Yeah, and and Tom, good call. I get that, but also Tom Brady played in the NFL for a really long time before he was able to to see the field the way he did. Not like Jalen has, in my opinion, grown leaps and bounds in terms of his ability to diagnose what he's seeing and all that. And I think he's great at it, you know. I, but again, that he's got so many decisions to make on each play with the the when they're doing the RPO stuff and is whether you know keep hold throw uh, surveying the field like he's he's watching the rushers, he's watching the receiver. Like he's got a lot on his plate in this offense. And again, like Brady, it was, you got to the point where it's like Brady's seen everything. So he knows everything. Like, I don't think it's fair to, to compare how Tom Brady sees the field, how Jalen Hurts sees the field right now. Well, and I will say, like, I do think Sirianni's telling the truth. Like, I don't think the play is designed for Jack Stoll. And I don't think Sirianni's coaching Jalen up to say, make sure you look at Jack Stoll. But, but also, I, I sense that oftentimes with Jalen, whenever the topic comes up of him missing procedures or not knowing, you know, maybe not being able to read the defense, there's a lot of pushback right away. And I understand why. Like, I, I know why that, that happens with, with Jalen and why that's something people are defensive of. But also, like, Jalen's going to be here a long time. Jalen is going to miss receivers. Like, quarterback, yes. to your point. Like, there are going to be plays where every single game we can look back and take a screenshot and say, that guy was And open. you know what? That happens to tons it of quarterbacks. To, it happens to All the best quarterbacks, quarterbacks to ever yes. play the game. Yes. Now, holding on to the ball. That's a different discussion. Jalen does hold on to the ball a lot. And I think there's been times And he's been doing year, it more, I think, is I, the thing. And I think yeah. there's been times this year where he's put himself into pressure. In fact, if you look at pro football focus, you know, we look at pressure so often as an offensive line stat. If you look at it on, on how quarterbacks create pressure on themselves, he's number one in the NFL this year according to pro football focus. So there are times he's had clean pockets and he stepped into pressure. That's something he needs to work on. I am not worried about Jalen missing receivers yeah. that are open at a high enough volume that it matters. Totally. Everyone's going to miss them, but I don't think he's, gonna, he's doing it enough that it matters. I, I couldn't agree more. And again, he's also 25 years old. Like, he's yeah. going to get better and better and better at this. All right, let's go to Wisconsin and talk to our guy, Glenn. What up, Glenn? Hey, how you guys doing down there in Texas? What up, Glenn? How you doing? We're doing good, man. I'm it's, doing uh, well. It's, it, you know, Dallas sucks, but outside of that, we're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I might not make too many friends in this phone call here because I was calling in. I think the biggest issue right now is our D-line. You guys know where the Eagles rank on third down sacks in the league? I actually do. I think I'll, it's I'll last, right? Yeah. It's last last place. I, I have not seen much of our D-line. I know people are talking about the O-line and the run game, but I, I honestly not making excuses. They can play better. But I think that mostly comes from we run a lot out of shotgun, and I don't know if teams are taking Jalen as big of a threat in the run game with how he's been running just with his injury. So back to the defensive line really quick, though. Like I think a more kind of damning stat that's very surprising is you know where they're at in sacks. In the league. I do not. Well, now I know sacks are not the end-all, be-all pass rush. There's hurries, there's hits, there's, there's all those things. But, well, I mean, they almost set the NFL record last year. So uh, that that has been a disappointment. Your stat, uh, the stat you mentioned about being dead last in the NFL on third down sacks, that, that's damning as well. They've, they've been a team that closes in late fourth quarters. But on big plays, like, yeah, they're, they're dead last in the NFL in third down defense. So obviously things need to be better. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you look at it, also Sweat's played more snaps this year so far than he did all of last year. And I'm just winning, obviously, with Jordan Davis and uh, 
Carter being rookies. I'm just wondering if the season's getting to them if, and then coming into playoff time, if they're going to have those legs moving forward. Because, I mean, our defense, even last year, our defense runs around our D-line. We need our D-line to get pressure, not even just sacks. Just We've seen in games before, when they get pressures, bad throws happen. All right, so we were trying to go back to the other one. That mic works. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. So with yeah, Sirianni, apparently Elliot's mic has not been perfect. So I'm trying to. to you would think Dallas would want my mic to work. I'm yeah, I away. know. We are, we are, we are uh, trying to troubleshoot here. We're doing. So what I was here. saying though is Sirianni said this week that part of the reason the snap discrepancy at defensive end has been so different is because the games are close. So in the fourth quarter, when they would maybe before snub guys out there, not. I don't know if I buy that. I don't think they think Nolan Smith is ready to play. Like I, I think that's why the snaps are where they are. So I agree that I think they're where that these players are going to be more tired than they were at the end of last year because they're playing way more snaps. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a big concern. I'm on. The, I'm going to be – I'm not on the side of Elliott very much, but I'm on the side of Elliott here. Uh, James, sorry, I'm Man, concerned about this game. I, I, think, I, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a Dallas W. Oh, gosh. But uh, thanks for the call, buddy. We love you anyway. Uh, a lot of people concerned. More more Elliots than I expect. Not really. I, I, I've heard the tenor of conversation this week, but – I just think people are giving Dallas a little too much credit, too. Again, 31-65, and 65, the combined record of the teams they've beaten. I think we're overrating the Dallas Cowboys here. They're, they're good. They are not great. This yeah. like the, I know the, the Niners are significantly better than the Dallas Cowboys. Mike. Every week I come in here, I want people to agree with me. I want people to you know, decide with me. I know, and it's just the week. It's no fun. It's a little empty. No, but yeah. I get it. Look, I want people to be real, and, and I understand that this is uh, – the, the the confidence that had been built by ten and one because of the way it happened with a lot of people has been shaken and and I think that's I think that's a shame mm-hmm. and look to, all the Eagles can do is go out and prove people wrong tomorrow that and that's what they have to do two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four it's Elliot it's James from Dallas as we continue to preview the biggest game of the season the Eagles and Cowboys on Sunday night football. Tomorrow, 215-592-9494. We'll continue to take as many calls as we can before we get out of here. And the Bet Park Sportsbook app is the only app that we are Go Birds recommend. 24-7 live casino action. You've been on all your favorite sports. The Bet Parks app has a great offer for you to join us this holiday season. Listen to this. Get winning on the Bet Parks app. It's so simple. Here is a great deal from you for you new users. If you download the Bet Parks app right now, make a deposit, wager $1, just $1, and you're registered to win great prizes weekly for the holidays or to get bonus spins on the Bet Parks Casino app. What a deal. A dollar for, for all kinds of awesome stuff. Plus, there's all kinds of action to bet on the next two days. Today, uh, a classic college football game, the midshipmen and the cadets squaring off as they have for, you know, what is it, over 100 years. A long time they have battled uh, Army, uh, uh, excuse me, the cadets, a uh, two-and-a-half-point Favorite in this one, the over-under 27, you can bet on that. Plus, you can bet on the big game here in Dallas tomorrow. Philadelphia, a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Just smash that money line. They're winning the game. I believe in it. It is a great bet. Plus, of course, you can bet on player performance, touchdowns, uh, you know, yards, all the good stuff on every game on the slate. Plus, another great deal for new uh, for you. Plus, you get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back. If you're a new a new user, you download the BetParks app, make the deposit for wager $1 like we just talked about. You register for prizes and all kinds of stuff. Plus, you'll get $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. All kinds of great deals here. Odds, bets, slots, and games right at the palm of your hands, plus a chance to win weekly prizes for the holidays and much more. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details on the Bet Parks app or at betparks.com. You love to play. You play to win. You bet. Bet Parks. 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. That's right. We are in Big D right now. Dallas sucks. Went to I a, almost said uh, the other day. I was like, probably shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, we did D. go to a rodeo last night. We did. And we that went was, to a rodeo. That was pretty fun. It, it was, was fun. It was one of those things that was like neat for half an hour. And then I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. I thought I would be more impressed. Yeah. I was, it would, I was impressed with the Bulls. Yeah. Less so with the people trying to get away from the Bulls. Well, just it, the, the, the concept that hard. Yeah, the whole idea is like you just got to like dodge the bull. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's easy. I'm not like you thinking I could just go out there and do I it. I think I'd be very good at it. I think it's like my direct skill set. Like we, we can debate the home run thing about whether I can hit a home run, but I don't, I don't think there's <laughs> no, any debate. No, we won't debate that. It's yeah. been settled. It's, we will debate yes. that for years yes. to come. But, but the rodeo thing, they basically just stood there and moved. Yeah. It's it, like you just stand there, and then the bull runs at you, and you just you move. I will say, when the bull got a hold of someone, no one was hurt, so it's yeah, yeah. But when like the one guy got knocked in the air, like like seven feet in the air, yeah, the bull was, just like lifted him off the yeah. ground, and it was it was a thing to see. I will yeah. say that they're very that. quick and understandably so. And when to, the bull gets like the foot going and stuff, yeah, it's pretty yeah. intimidating. Well, there was one point where it took him like ten minutes to get the bull inside. <laughs> the bull was like, "I'm not going." Like, there I'm was not like, going. They were like trying seven to lasso humans. Him. Yeah. yeah now, last one I think seems hard. La- no, thank you yeah, for that. I'm that happy one. you're willing to concede. I'd that. rather fight the bull than laugh. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We're gonna get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. We want to hear from you, from the Go Birds listeners. It is a massive, massive game here in Dallas. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Tabernacle and talk back at Patrick. Hey, buddy. Hey, Felton. Good to hear in Dallas, Elliot. Man, way to travel. This I, is fun, uh, Patrick. I, I don't get to track. Like, I haven't gone to an away Eagles game since Tennessee in 2018. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty psyched right now. Yeah, James, you're growing some WIP muscles, man. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, rec- they're recognizing your greatness. How about that? Uh, I don't know so, if I'd go that far. I think his I greatness it. has been recognized for a long time, and well, rightfully so. But it continues to shine, which is what we all want. So, so guys, listen, man. It, it, it is, you know, you know, first thing, Dallas does suck. Uh, still sucks, always will. Um, you know this this game this week, and I'm and I'm trying not to react to our ass whooping last week. But uh, James, man, I'm I'm not I'm not feeling good in this spot. That you seems know, it, to be the theme, Patrick. It, I mean, you're like the fourth or fifth call in a row. Yeah, that has, has been yeah. But concerned. you know what? It, it, it's not it, it's not as much Dallas as, as it is us. As it's us, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so just, what is you know, it that's concerning you the most right now? I mean, because again, they, well, well, I know there have been it's, issues, it's, it's but defense. they were they were ten and one before getting vote raised. By yeah, d- d- defensively, it just were were we went through a gauntlet with some crazy good wins that I know I was one that just you know was just saying, look, we're just winning. You know, if we win games, we win games. Um, 
we get our hand, you know, we, we get whooped on, you know, by the 49ers. Um, I, I just don't know where our confidence is right now, um, you know, as a team. But defensively, I'm just not – that's really – I mean, I can – you know, I, I think, you know, Hurts isn't – you know, like I said yesterday, Richie, you know, Hurts isn't regressing. You know, Hurts – you know, I'm not, I'm not worried about Jalen too much. As much as it's the defense, man, I just don't know how we're going to continue to, to, to so, you know, cover the middle of the field. I don't think Jalen's you know? regressing. I also don't think it's fair that every time Jalen struggles, we do like a he's regressing thing. Like he's just, I but I, but I don't think he's playing. Like he played great against Buffalo. He was okay against Kansas City. Deserves credit for getting the win, but it's not like that was an offensive outcome. Mm-hmm. And I did not think he was good against San Francisco. Like I, I did it. I mean, on the play where he drops back, he ends up tripping, and he's got kind of sitting back there. He's all the time in the world. And he's pointing for Devontae to go. Like, I was sitting there, and it's easy for me to say from the press box, like, just throw the ball. Like, like why are you waiting so long to get rid of it? So I think Jalen does need to be better. I don't think that means it's a big picture concern about his regression. But Jalen absolutely has to play better. I, I agree. He did, compared to last week, and he needs to run more. I, I, I believe that. I, I think the offense, it's just not as dynamic. And I think the defenses are playing them that way. And we Richie talked a lot about that this week, that the – They've seen more two deep safety looks than any team in the it's a NFL. Wild stat. That's a wild stat, yeah. and I think it's for a reason, Patrick. But Patrick, look, I agree yeah. with you. I, I think the offense is going to be okay. I think they're going to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's clearly the defense versus versus that that Cowboys offense. That that if the does if the game goes a bad way, it's because the defense couldn't slow them. Yeah, I, I just you know we're just not seeing anything any any big third down stops. We're not that, seeing and any, Patrick. That's the know, great call, a, buddy. Great call. That that's. Ellie, what do you make of the the that they are? You know, we heard the stat earlier: least sacks on third yeah. down in the NFL. And you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but I would have to think they're the worst third and long team in the NFL because it seems like every week the team converts yeah. at least like three. Well, or they're four dead last in third down conversions. So they can't be that far off. So, so you know, what do you make of that? It's really bad. Like, you know, like just first, like if you look at what wins football games, That's analysis like, right thank there. You, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I'm in Dallas. Why yep. Yep. Um, but you know, if you look at what wins football games, like outside of you know, offensive line, defensive line, it's third down. Like, third down is the money down. When when Carson Wentz was at his best here in Philadelphia, or I should say in Philadelphia, where in Dallas, um, he was great on third down. Jalen is special on third down right now. He makes some of his biggest plays on third down. Third down is where games are won. And the Eagles have not been great on third down. This year. They've been like, bad. They've been bad, and especially recently. So Recently I, particularly. Like I, the, uh, the Buffalo game obviously felt like Josh Allen had 10,000 yeah. third and long. I mean, know, the, the, the Niners. The dead last in sacks on third down is a pretty telling reason as to why I think they might be so bad on third down. They've had to play Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick so much more than you. Yeah. And again, especially when you're and talking. And you want them out there on first and second down. I mean, the so. Bills game, those guys played over 80 snaps. Yeah. Like yeah. For, for a defensive lineman who has to go full effort after the quarterback, after the quarterback, after the quarterback, and keep the edge and do all that stuff. Like, man, it's it's a lot. 215 592 9494, one of our next callers, one of our best callers. And I remember uh, his call last week and really the last couple weeks. I, I feel pretty confident he's going to be in Elliott because he's been concerned for a little while. Let's go to Ocean City and talk to our guy, Chris. Hey, Chris. Oh, yeah. No, I'm completely miserable. I'm, I'm really I, I know. I, I remember <laughs> last week. I, I, I could, I, the last few weeks, like you've, you've been concerned even though they've been winning. Yeah, I had to delete FanDuel and Twitter on Sunday because neither of those <laughs> things are beneficial for me <laughs> moving forward. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, so it's one of those things. Um, uh, first things first, Elliot, you can't understand me to the degree that I need you to until you see Goodfellas. And I mm-hmm. thought that we were friends. And if well, this you, might be the best you, reason. This you, might be the yeah. best reason anyone's give me, given me to watch. 
Yeah. Yeah, like if, if you willfully choose after today not to watch it, I'll take it as a personal event. <laughs> um, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to watch it. Yes! That was... Chris that, that, that got me. Yeah. Wow. That got me. Yeah. You, you see, Chris, can I just say, I've been telling him like for days now. Yeah. I mean, the conversation James made it. no good I got points. nothing. And yeah. you just say, be my friend. And, I'll watch and, you it. Know, it's great. Maybe I'll download it for the plane right now. There you go. Well, good. James, I'm glad that you liked one part of my call. Um, you <laughs> may want to take a student walk. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, you guys know, I've been frustrated with this team all year. And the main thing is that they're so talented across the board, and they're not playing up to their potential. Like, this offense, with the talent and the money they have invested, they should be putting up 30 a week. And to me, Jalen looks uncomfortable. The play calling doesn't make sense from an overall standpoint to to, to, to situationally it's just uninspiring and it's doubly hard because I had such high expectations coming into this season I thought Brian Johnson would be incredible just given his history with Jalen and I wasn't prepared for the offense to have struggled to the degree that it has and then on defense we again we have the talent and I I thought for sure that having Bayard back there and having Roby back would really lock down that back end and it just hasn't. And so, like, James, you're using the pride argument this week. That's how I felt last week. I can't believe they let the Niners come in and, and, and do that to us. So my confidence is shook, and it's hard for me after 13 weeks of what I've seen to believe that they're going to put it all together because I've been waiting for 13 weeks for them to do so. No, I get it. I get it, Chris. But, again, prior to last week, they were 10-1, and one, you know, and they had won. And the only game they had lost before that was, was a 4 to, to nothing turnover game. So, I, like, I understand your point, but the pride for last week, yeah, of course it mattered, and they wanted to win and all that, but I, I think last week was just a really tough spot for them. I, I, you, they played 95 snaps on defense the week before. We can't hammer that. I can't hammer that home enough against a Niners team that came off 10 days, and again, it was their Super Bowl. They circled that game. I know both teams did, but the mm-hmm. Niners came in and played really hard and, and just had more. So, like, I get your point. And, look, we have not seen the Eagles play perfect this year. But I just think to, to look at this group and, and what they've shown us and the way they've won games and how they've battled and the resiliency they've shown to just be like, oh, yeah, well, that was it. They got beat by the Niners, and now and they're, they're clearly not who we thought they were. Like, I think that's unfair to a team that has, has been so tough all year. Chris, I, I have a question for you real quick. Uh, you talked yeah. so much about motivation, right? And last week, uh, you know, the motivation by the Niners. Who do you guys think needs it? Who do you think wants the game more like, who do you think goes into that Dallas stadium, like, needing it? I think the more? Eagles because I think it's the of Eagles. last week, yeah. for I sure. Think I, I think Dallas wants it more to be legitimized. I think we need it more for our psyche moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 think, that that, I, I think the Eagles want it more, too, but I get your point. I think, I, I think if the Eagles are not lost the way they did last week, I might say Dallas want it more. Either way, great call, Chris, and we love you, even if uh, I think the Eagles, you're an Elliot. Yeah. I think the Eagles really, really want to go out tomorrow night and put on like, Me too. Yeah. That's the vibe I got being around. Yeah, like, well, you like, said that they, you know, tail between their legs yeah. was the phrase you used. I mean, this is a, a group that is, has won a lot the last few years. They've been through tough spots. They've, you know, come up with big wins in big spots, including playoff games this group the last two years. And, and that's the first time in the last two years they've been embarrassed on a football field. They've been boat raced in any form you know they've lost games but not many well so and, James- and they've been close ones so this is this is a, a new experience for this group from a uh you know a, a, whether it's pride whether it's uh resiliency whether it's you know bouncing back like like this is a, a new one here so jason kelsey comes on with you guys every week on the morning show and i think it's been fantastic how honest he is every week when he talks 
You can really tell, like, he's not just giving the PR answers no to doubt. the interview. He, no he doubt. He is giving his honest He's thoughtful. Assessment. Yes. And I do wonder, like, Jason talks a lot about them not putting together their best. You know, As like, does Jalen. As does Jalen, right? Um, I do wonder if this team, like, really needs to see it. Like, it's been 13 For weeks. them. Yeah, exactly. Like, they need to see that, like, you can say, you know, I'll fix it, I'll fix it, I'll fix it. But sooner or later, you, like, I wonder if you just accept it's who you are. Like, and I think they need to go out tomorrow night for themselves. And I'm not saying win the game, but, man, if they, if it's, like, a blowout, I think, I just wonder how things will go. 215, I, they're not getting blown out. 215-592-9494, trust me on that one. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to our guy Matt and Glenside. What up, Matt? Are you going to be in Elliott also? Like, every single caller <laughs> has been shockingly. How you doing, pal? Uh, I'm all right. I, I, I'm kind of on the uh, fence. I can hear it already. Uh, okay, fence. I'll take the fence. That's a win for well, me. that's not Elliot. I, I mean, I do have a take I want to put out there before I go. But um, So remind me about that before you let me go. But I want to preface what I'm about to say, but that I don't believe that the outcome of one game should define a team. So, however, you know, I've seen a large enough sample size, you know, to say with confidence that something's just off with our offense. I'm really, you know, not looking at the defense because, as Elliot, as all Elliots know, offense wins championships. <laughs> exactly right. That was well done. Right. So, you know, it, it just doesn't appear to me, you know, and I agree with Chris that, like, any one play is called to set up for another. There's something that's just kind of off. And the, my concern is that Furiani is more involved in the play calling than we actually know. And, you know, for the longest time, I've just been blaming Brian Johnson. And then recent reports, you know, I think Sirianni said himself, like, yeah, I'm involved in, in this, that, and the other. And it's kind of yeah, like... Sirianni's, and Elliot's been saying that. Always been Elliot involved. always like, makes a point when people rip Brian Johnson to say, rip Brian and Nick. Yeah, I think Brian gets way too much of the blame. Like, Nick is the head of the offense. Nick is the head coach. He was hired for his offense. Like, so if you're going to be critical yeah, of the offense... he talks about the defense, he's like, yeah. I give him my thoughts from an offensive right. perspective. Exactly. I'm not a defensive yeah. guy. You know, like, he's, he, he talks that. So way. you said something interesting I wanted, I wanted to touch on. That, like, one game doesn't define a team. And you're right. Like, one game does not define a team. The Eagles do not deserve to be defined by the Niners game. But I don't think we've heard a single person call in today and say it was only the Niners. Like, I, Other I, than me saying it, yeah. Well, but, <laughs> I mean, like, like most of the people that have no, been concerned are, are saying that you know, yes, the Niners game was kind of the pinnacle of the concern, but all these concerns are baked off of watching this team play all year. I'm not saying I feel fully that way, but a lot of the people that have called in, I don't think are saying, I was all in, and then this one game, and now I'm out. I think these are people that all year have seen a team that was concerning, and it just kind of like, it hit the, the peak left. Yeah, I mean, and it's James's point that he's been saying. It's like, look, like, you know, the Niners had, a ten, had 10 days off, and the Eagles played three games in 14 days. So, you know, on top of what they came off the week before against Buffalo. But honestly, it's like our offense struggles so much that it's difficult to have any confidence in them from one game to the other. And, you know. I think it's the I team in general. I, They're inconsistent. Yeah, but, you know, this, this year's defense. Yeah. yeah, this year's defense is a giant hole in the middle. We have the two, you know, we have un, we came in with unproven linebackers. You know, and, and yet, like and yet last the defense year, has made big plays in big spots in other games. I mean, the Miami game they made big plays. In the Buffalo game they made big plays. And I know there were spots where Josh Allen made big plays too, but like, and and they weren't good in that. The Kansas City game they were great in that second half. Like, I do think that 
look, I'm with you. I, I think everyone is concerned about the defense and the personnel back there, and rightfully so, like from what we've seen. But we yeah. have seen this defense come up in spots this season and, and make plays when it mattered. And I do think, I, my point with the defense, I think that the Niners game in particular, like the defense was the one that played 95 snaps in the Bills game. Yeah. Like, like weary legs don't tackle. Like, all that type of stuff. There are yeah. so many cliches about that for a reason. As you know, I believe cliches are cliches for a reason. Like, most cliches. Yeah. Like, that, that the weary legs don't tackle. Like, we saw for the first time all year them, like, suck at tackling for a game and all that. Yeah. I just think that, I, I think it's right to be concerned about the defense, but I think the Niners game is inflating those concerns. I, I perfectly said. What, what, what's your take? Yeah. All right, my take, I just want to put it out there. If the Eagles lose tomorrow, I do not want to hear them talk about the standard. Like, I don't care anymore about this standard that we're either not seeing or doesn't exist because rent is due tomorrow. Nice. All right, Matt. I like that. Good call. And I think that is a good take. I, I think that's, I mean, they're going to do that. I mean, Jalen's going to use colloquialisms. Course, yeah. to what, it's what he does. Um, but look, I, but I, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, they're trying to to say that we have a standard to play to and we're not playing to it. I, I appreciate that. I know it can get frustrating to the point that was just made. I, I can't remember if it was you made it or Chris made it or, or, or Matt. It was somewhere in there about the idea of them, you know, always saying we got to play our best game. What if, what if there isn't? A better game than that. What if oh, they yeah, don't put it all Kelsey together? The right, the Kelsey with the interviews. I thought that was a fascinating thought, but but I believe there are better games here, and I believe that this team is going to put it together. It's just it's surprising to me that that so many people have kind of gone the other way with it. I think the the fear with like the way this team plays and the inconsistency is now look, they could still be the one seed. They win tomorrow, we're all going to feel very differently. I'll ask you this, and maybe think about it. You know, over the next few days, we'll talk about the next pod or whatever. Like, do you think this team has it in them to play four great games in a row? Like, if they have to go in the playoffs, and I know you don't have to be great to be like I don't the think Falcons, you have to be great to win I, I, a bunch I, of games. I, I get that, but I'm saying like four high leverage, big players. Yes, we saw them win. I'm just curious. All right, okay, so you're they, pretty definitive. We saw them win three in a row against Dallas, Kansas City, and Buffalo, all like playoff caliber type fair, teams. Fair. It, so, I mean, yeah, I absolutely believe they okay. can do that, but I, I understand your point. All right, 215 592. 94-94. Can I get a James? <laughs> Everyone is Elliot Say. For me, the first time ever, maybe my guy Brian in Milltown is going to come through. What up, Brian? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Always a pleasure. I love your show. What's up, Brian? your calls, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, have a wonderful time down in Dallas. Get that that, that win. Hey, look, I'm, I'm not concerned, actually. My man! Okay? Thank right, you, I want to tell you why, because I, I like to look at what the numbers are. So, First of all, Dallas needs the game more than the Eagles do. Because if the Cowboys get swept by the Eagles, then essentially it's over in terms of the division. But if the Eagles were to lose but went out, they would win the division. That's a fact. That's mm-hmm. without Dallas. And I think even if Dallas wins out after that, if, they, if they're tied. Yeah. And Dallas right. is not. Dallas' schedule is, is the rest of the way is really tough. Exactly. They have they, at they, Miami, they at Buffalo. Stuff. They play Detroit. So. Exactly. Exactly. And obviously – if the Eagles lose tomorrow, but they went out and San Fran slips up and loses one more game. And that could be Baltimore on Christmas night. So, and, and here's the thing that I don't like. You know, the, here's the, the, the 49ers lost three straight games, right, including the T.J. Walker. And so the conversation is, well, when they're missing players, when Brock Purdy's missing his players like Debo Samuel, then it's tight end. Then they're not, they, they only scored 17 points a game in each game. Well, we were missing Dallas Goddard the last couple games. And we're missing some old linemen as well. Yeah. I'm saying it can't be, well, if the 49ers are completely healthy, 
Well, that's true of every team, or at least these elite teams. Yeah, if you got everyone healthy, then, and you know, also last week, of course, totally. the Eagles score <laughs> touchdowns yeah, on their first drive. It's probably a different game. Brian, especially especially the way this offense is built around three dudes. Like, this offense is is A.J., Devontae, and Goddard. Like, that is the heart of the offense. It is the offense. It's the offense. And when <laughs> yeah, you're missing one of those guys, and especially how good Goddard is in the running game, too, like, he is, he helps you so, on, on so exactly. many levels. I want to make I want to make this other point, just to show you why I'm not panicking. And I have to credit Colin Cowherd for this, you know. Wow, you don't Sometimes hear that you have to often, listen to the national broadcast. So Colin Cowherd pointed out, that the year the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, they were 7-5 and five at one point. And they lost to the New Orleans Saints twice that season. And they got blown out at least one of them. And obviously they went and beat New Orleans in the playoffs. The, lo- the, uh, the loss of the Rams, uh, when they won two years ago, they lost to the 49ers twice in the regular season. Yeah, and one and of those know, was like 31 to, to 20 or something. They got 31 right. and, to and 13 And we know, or of course, the 49ers were just a drop inter- interception away from actually beating the Rams. Right. Yep. So I'm just saying this stuff is going to be tight. And even last year, the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. They're two arch rivals in the conference. So Brian, I'm not I'm not panicking anymore. Win or lose. I do want them to play well. That's the only key. I don't want them getting boat rushed or whatever. You know, I clearly want them to play well, but I think they do play well. They will win the game. Brian, outstanding call. Keep him coming, and nice to have some positivity. But I think he makes a lot of great points in there. You know, I, I really do, and because he is right. You know, win or lose tomorrow, that the Eagles are still in a really nice position this season. You know, there's yes, still a lot of upside left in the season. And they're all good points. The reason it doesn't do much for me is because the Eagles are not in an insurmountable place. Like, the, the concern is about how they're playing. It's not about the task in front of them. It's about the concern of how they're playing. Right. But but again, it's still the task in front of them is part of the equation. With, it is, but you know, the task in front of them is very doable outside of tomorrow. I agree. Do I think tomorrow's pretty doable too? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. One more segment to go. We'll try to get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Army Navy game coming up next uh, on WIP. So one more segment for us, then we'll lead you in. To that it's Elliot, it's James, live from Dallas. One more segment to go. We'll come right back on 94 WIP. And the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend 24-7 live casino action. You can bet on all your favorite sports. The Bet Parks app has a great offer for you to join us this holiday season. Get winning on the Bet Parks app. It is so simple. I'll tell you about the deal in a sec, but here's what you can use on. There's so many Great games to bet on. You can bet on all kinds of sports action. The next two days, two big football games. Obviously, a bunch of football games tomorrow. Today, the Cadets and the Midshipmen, we just mentioned, will be on this station coming up next. A massive, uh, classic game. Uh, the Cadets, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. You can bet on that. The over-under of 27. You can bet on that as well on the Bet Parks app. And, of course, tomorrow on Big D here, as uh, as Philly, uh, our guy, is a three-and-a-half-point underdog. I think they win the game outright. Smash that money line, though it does seem like a lot of callers uh, so far would not agree with me. But I would bet on... Philly tomorrow. I love that game. And, of course, you can bet on all the action, player performances, touchdowns, uh, yardage, all that stuff. Plus, here's a great deal for you new users. If you download the Bet Parks app, make a deposit, and wager just $1, yes, $1, you're registered to win great prizes weekly for the holidays or get bonus spins on the Bet Parks app. What a great deal. Plus, you get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. Amazing Deals for you. Odds, bets, slots, and games right at your fingertips. Play with a live dealer on your phone right now. And enjoy Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat, and Texas Hold'em. Plus, play the hottest online slots 
and much more, plus a chance to win weekly prizes for the holidays and so much more. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. Details on the BetParks app or at BetParks.com. You love to play. You play to win. You bet. BetParks. It's Go Birds Radio, brought to you by the BetParks Sportsbook and Casino app from the beautiful station in Dallas. Uh, shout out to 105.3 The Fan for letting us in. I know we've had some audio issues with Elliot's mic. I'm so sorry Tried to everyone. My best. I know yeah. people do not love audio issues. I'm sorry. We're doing the best we can. We barely um, got Got on. That yeah, we good. honestly, it was no joke. We were we were this close <laughs> to, to the wire. To, yeah, you would be you would be listening to Army Navy already, the Army Navy pregame show or whatever. Because uh, we James were this close to not getting down. On no, we made it happen, and that's what we're here for. Yeah. Let's get to a few calls before we get out of here. As uh, Army Navy coming up next, let's go to the phones. Go to South Philly and talk to my guy Anthony. Anthony. Hi, buddy. How you doing? How are you? How Always are you? a pleasure, man. Same here, pal. Well, I'll. Uh, uh, I'll... Jimmy, let me just say this to you, buddy. Tomorrow you're going to see the character of the team. Are they who we want them to be, or are they who we're afraid they are? Mm-hmm. That's a good uh, way to put it. Because, uh, yeah, look, I've said, Anthony, as confident as I am, and I am, like, if they get beaten handily tomorrow, like, obviously that'll shake even my confidence. Well, look, you, they're 14-0 and at home, the Cowboys, but they haven't beaten a good team yet, and they're front runners. We know that. Um, but the Eagles got bigger problems, James. Uh, did you guys see these comments by Slay that he had out there? I saw yeah, I didn't it. love it. I didn't love it. I mean, he don't want to tackle. He want to get break his nose. He's said joiners telling him things. I we don't play that way anymore. I mean, I, I tell you, this guy. They should change his name to No Play Slay. I mean, <laughs> look, I, uh, I, I, I am mostly with you. I think. Look, I think. Yeah, I think he's a good football player. I'm happy he's here as an eagle. But I look. I don't. I think he needs to to not. Say certain things sometimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not Muslim. Anyone can say whatever they want. Like people can talk. That's the beauty of having a platform and whatever. I just think he. I don't. I think that some of the things he says, I agree with you. I think they're they're concerning from a team leader perspective. Absolutely. I mean, effort wise, it's just it's a horrible message to put out there. I just don't understand it. Um, and let me just say one other thing, James. I don't. I, I talked to a few guys this week and. Uh, uh, I came across a, um, a breakdown tape. I know Elliot's aware of this because I heard a take he had on uh, mm-hmm. one of the shows. And uh, there's a bad tape out there with Jalen with this Kurt Warner breakdown. And Craig Rossell said this has been going on all year long. I thought it may have been just the one game. But, boy, this is very disturbing. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it yet. It's on YouTube. Uh, You're saying it's, it's Kurt Warner? It's Kurt Warner, quarterback confidential. It's on YouTube. Good looking and, out, and I, I have not seen it. I'll check. Well, it out. look at it. Of course, guess what? It reminds me of the breakdown tape of uh, once, and uh, it, it's very concerning to me. All right, uh, I, I do call. think Jalen is held. And love the you, ball. buddy. Great call. J- Jalen's held onto the ball a lot. Yeah, tapping the ball and stuff like that. So I look. I'll, I'll watch the thing. It's a you know whatever. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not concerned about Jalen in that sense, like that he's regressing like that. But we need to see him play better. You said it earlier, and and you know it's impossible to argue. So let's squeeze one more in here. Let's go to Chicago and talk to Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Hey guys, how are you? Good, buddy. What how up, you Patrick? doing? The words I never thought I would say. I'm an Elliot. Oh my oh, God! Whatever. What, what, what a day Patrick. it is. What a I'm happy day. To I'm going to be. I'm, gonna, I, I'm. I'm comfortable. I have an urge to watch the NBA in, in season tournament. Oh, oh relax. We, 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 we can talk that if you want. For a few so weeks. why are you why are you concerned, Patrick? I, I, the other Patrick brought it up. I mean, we are soft in the middle defensively, right? And uh, they're. Their uh, best player on offense, Lamb, is a slot guy, really mm-hmm. strong in the middle. 
Prescott really has done a great job with bringing up Ferguson. The problem is if the, you're a defensive coordinator, you, have, you don't have problems there. So you start to shore up the middle, then it opens other things up. And that we don't want to get on this treadmill, and that's my biggest concern. I, I will say, though, like C.D. Lamb had, what, like 180 yards? 191. They and they still lost. Yeah. So like they've they, they've kind of shown that you like they can expose that weakness and it doesn't mean it's a win. And while we talk about like the Dak stepping out of bounds and oh they they almost came back at the end like the Eagles did have uh, like the Eagles were up twenty eight seventeen in the fourth quarter there if they 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 could have put it, if the Eagles played better like we've been talking about they would have yeah. put it away that time. Yeah, fair. I, I I fair enough. I think I look at this realistically. I, I I'd have to say the Niners are probably better than the Eagles by a lot. <laughs> yeah, and Patrick, and great call Cal- up against it. I get it, but like, look, I, I, I don't think you can go there. I think it's unfair to say they're a lot better. No, they're not the a lot. Better. I, mean, I think, I think the Eagles are much. better. Yeah, I do too. I, again, I, it was one game. I'm not gonna like completely impugn a season because of that. But look, mm-hmm. this is <laughs> no other way to take it. This is a massive, massive game tomorrow. And, yeah, uh, and we'll be there. We we'll, will be, have, in, we'll be talking. Post-game. Look, I will be bringing a win yeah. home with me. They're Damn not it. losing with James there. I shouldn't hit loud. that table. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was very loud. Listen, with the with the you know issues we've had in the studio, yeah. I should let that go. All right, E. Thanks, buddy. It's been fun. Great time. We're going to keep hanging out in Dallas yeah. together. If you're in Dallas, if you're Come listening to the Odyssey us. app, which is awesome, coming out with us. We'll be out in Fort Worth tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll tweet, tweet out, out and stuff. Time. So coming out with us uh, as, again, massive, massive game tomorrow. We need the birds to handle business. And they will. They are going to beat Dallas tomorrow because Dallas sucks and the Eagles don't. All right? It's that simple. We rule. They drool. That's what I did there. Dallas sucks. Uh, Thank you for the Rocky thing. All right, we got to get out of here. Army, Navy coming up next. Dallas sucks. The Eagles are winning tomorrow. Thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.